Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> And welcome back. We are back for the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast, week 38 and 39. Oh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> that was like almost a little a little jingle, and then he dropped off. Thank you. So we are doing a two-week recap because we are concerned that the baby could pop at any moment, and we're a couple weeks behind on the podcast here <laughs> in terms of when we record based on what weeks. So you get a double dosage today, and hopefully the baby is coming soon. Yeah, double dose. We wanted to get you guys more uh, in real time. Yes. Because this baby could drop at any second. It's very true. <laughs> well, she already dropped, but you know what I mean? So, as I said, we will be reviewing weeks 38 and 39. So, looking at the baby sizes, this baby was some big old fruits or vegetables here. <laughs> is a pumpkin a vegetable or is it neither? It's technically a fruit, I think, because wow. it has seeds. Interesting. Yeah. Anything with seeds is a fruit. Well, anyway, size, uh, the size of the baby for week 38 was a winter melon, which I've never heard of. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, it looked square on the app. I don't know. Go ahead. Gotcha. Which is approximately 20 inches and six and a half pounds. And for week 39, the baby is approximately the size of a pumpkin, which again is approximately 20 inches but now about seven pounds so getting big yeah that sounds like how big the baby could be when it pops out so we're we're getting there we shall see um in terms of items happening with the baby we have the lungs maturing uh the brain is still developing and likely facing spine yeah like so you want that. You want your baby to be facing your spine. You don't want your baby to be spine to spine with you. So that's basically just positioning. Okay, gotcha. Because that's the best best position for birth. If they're spine to spine with you, they're considered sunny side up, and it's just not as optimal to birth that way. Because just the you end up getting the front of their head coming out first instead of like the back of their head, and it's just way more optimal and makes for a smoother delivery. And she is definitely her back is up against my belly button and has been for a while so she definitely is well, that's good so not a ton happening with the baby pretty much just kind of doing its final prep finishing touches finishing touches to come on out <laughs> so how about some mom stats for the last couple of weeks let's, let's hear what you got the first one this gets me excited have you had any <laughs> lightning crotch why does that get you excited because it's a funny term oh i have definitely had lightning crotch Wow. Does that mean sharp pains in your crotch roll region? It sure does. So when the baby's head basically bumps against your cervix, there's a lot of nerves down there and it can just send like a shooting pain. Ooh. Yeah. So that's been happening here and there, but it's really not that bad. That's good. Have you been having any BH contractions? Braxton Hicks? Yes. Um, yeah. 
basically. Mainly still when I'm like active and walking and moving around. That's when they really set in. But I don't know. I'm like very confused by Braxton Hicks because for me, I just feel like I feel like I I mean, I can tell when my belly tightens. Like I can tell when I'm like having a Braxton Hicks, I guess. But it's not they're not like rhythmic. They don't like tense up and then ease and then tense up and then ease. I mean, maybe it's not supposed to do that. But like I just noticed like when I go for a walk, my belly's tight the whole time and I stop the tightness goes away. But like I don't experience it as a contraction, more of just like, I don't know, like a state of being, I guess. So I don't know. I'm a little confused by Braxton Hicks. <laughs> well, makes sense. You've never felt them before or don't really know what they feel like. That's true. So now we're going to get real with the people. <laughs> um, have you been having any diarrhea? Kind of not really, but I'll talk about that later. Okay. That's exciting. I can't wait to tune out on that one. Just kidding. Uh, how about the bloody show? Have you had the bloody show? I haven't yet to have the bloody show. Do you know what that is? The bloody show. <laughs> it's when you lose your mucus plug, which is plugging up the cervix right now. Oh. Um, and it can have blood in it. So that's your bloody show. And that's just like a sign of labor is nearing. It could be that day or it could be like weeks from then. Gotcha. Have you had the urge to nest? Uh, yes, you have. 100%. You were just cleaning last night while I was like watching TV and I felt really bad. It's like 39 week old, 39 week pregnant woman bending over and picking things up right in front of me. Vacuuming. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, have you had much pelvic pressure? I guess that kind of goes with lightning crotch. Yeah, definitely. For sure. She's Her head is down there. You can feel it. How about any heartburn, heartburn excuse me, or hemorrhoids? Still no. That's good. Uh, Trouble catching your breath? Yes. (laughs) All the time. Yeah. You do it on here all the time too. (laughs) But we added that out. Uh, Any false labors? No. I wish. Well, actually, no, I don't wish because that gets your hopes up. But no. Yeah. That could be mentally challenging. Any water break? Has your water broke? No, but I have a funny story on that later towards the very end. I can't wait to hear. I know what happened. Yeah, you do know what happened. Okay, well, that's uh, that's about it for the mother stats and the baby stats. So let's dive into these two weeks. Go. Okay, so my symptoms for 38 and 39 were honestly like the same. So I'm just going to kind of go over that. And then we'll just go over each week like what happened outside of like how I was feeling. So for sure can feel her head on my cervix. You can just feel it down there. It's not painful. It's just like a a presence. I don't know. And then something that was definitely new, I believe, to week 38 and 39 is on and off cramping. So every once in a while, it happens like maybe, I don't know, maybe it happened like four or five times over this two-week span where I would just out of the blue get like what feels like very mild period cramps. And it just basically felt like my period was starting. Um, that's exactly what it felt like. And it wasn't really bothersome or it wasn't even like kind of like I was saying earlier about the Braxton Hicks. It wasn't like contractions that were like coming and going. They weren't like spaced apart. It just was like consistent period cramps for like 20 to 30 minutes. And then they would totally go away and I would be back to normal. So um, something's like definitely brewing down there, but nothing consistent, nothing that I would even consider irregularly rhythmic, like not at all. And then we already kind of talked about this with the lightning crotch. That has definitely been happening. Um, not a whole lot, but definitely been getting that. It's just like shooting pains basically in your vagina, but then like also like in your butt too. Like it's just that whole area down there. You can just get like 
shooting pains, which is, you know, super fun. It usually always catches me off guard. Um, And then I would say probably the biggest symptom that I've been having starting these two weeks, and that's probably been the most um, noticeable and consistent and uncomfortable, is I'm having what is called, actually, pubic symphysis joint, like, discomfort or soreness or pain. The reason I know that is because we talk about it, like, every single week in my pelvic floor class, because usually there's always moms that have are struggling with that. Luckily, it didn't hit me until week 38, 39. Um, but basically, your pubic on your, your pubic bone, there's like a joint. Um, and you can get like a little bit of shearing in between like the two, you know, sides of that joint, and it can just cause discomfort. So it's not like extremely uncomfortable, but it's like the worst when I'm sitting for a while and I stand up or when I'm like really active, like, you know, when we leave the gym, it's usually bothering me a little more. Um, or after walking a lot. But I would say that's hands down like the biggest thing I've been experiencing. And even that is not too bad, physically at least. Another thing, which is lovely, and I actually haven't really talked about this at all, I don't think, is lots of uh, discharge. Matt was excited to talk about that one. Oh, yeah. What kind of things have you been discharging? <laughs> the only reason I mainly haven't mentioned it is because it hasn't really been notable. Like, I mean, it's it's normal to have like more discharge while pregnant. And like, I feel like I have, but... It, just was never something that was like really that noticeable. Um, but now it is like, it is just, there's a lot more of it. And you know, that just comes with the territory of being pregnant, which is pretty lovely. It's not really that annoying, but, um, definitely there. Um, what else? Okay. So I've been feeling nauseous on and off. I think I already mentioned that last week too, but that's just kind of continued. And I think it's gotten worse. Like most nights I just feel a little bit nauseous. Um, not like I feel like I'm going to throw up. It's not that bad. Like, I don't feel like I need to lay down or anything. But definitely just, like, queasy. Um, and I'm just, like, uncomfortable now. Like, this belly is big. It's heavy. I feel okay. Like, I feel fine in the morning, actually. Like, all the way up until, like, the afternoon, pretty much. But, you know, as I just continue to eat as the day goes on, and, like, my body just gets, like, you know, more full, full and heavy, Oh, at night it is uncomfortable. It's hard to be comfortable and just like relax because um, you just need to like keep moving to not be uncomfortable, I guess. Um, so that's happening, but we're in the home stretch, so whatever, I guess. Um, and then sometimes I have like bursts of energy where I'm like nesting and like doing all this stuff and I'm just like, you know, getting a ton of stuff for work done. And then other times I'm literally like so wiped out. All I want to do is just like lay on the couch and watch Netflix and do nothing. So it's been like kind of like the, those two extremes. I feel like this these past two weeks, um, which is kind of funny. And and then every time I get a burst of energy, I'm like, oh my gosh, does this mean labor starting? Because you apparently get a burst of energy right before labor begins, like in the day or so before, or maybe even closer. And my midwives, and I've read just read this a lot, that you really want to conserve energy like you're gonna want to clean the house and nest and do all this stuff but really you should just like lay down and rest so every time I'm like should I be resting and I usually don't (laughs) but now that we're getting even closer I feel like I'll be more conscious of that um and then this isn't necessarily a symptom but this happened you know these two weeks I literally have been seeing the number 22 everywhere like all over the place and that is like a special, like there's a lot of meaning behind that number, like with my family. And we're, we always say like when we see the number, it's like, it's like definitely my mom, like just like saying hi or, you know, being like, it's going to be okay or whatever. 
And whenever I have like big turning points in my life or something crazy is happening or like the family's all together, we always see 22s. So, and I've been seeing them like out the wazoo. Like I can't believe how many times I've seen it in these past couple of weeks. So I feel like that's just her being like, everything's going to be okay. You're going to do great. This baby's almost here. Just hang in there. So it's been really cool actually to see those. It's just like a really awesome little reminder, like all throughout the day, every day. Cause I see them literally everywhere. Okay. So that's kind of it for symptoms. That's like everything I've been experiencing. It's kind of a lot, but overall, like I'm, I'm like hanging in there. Like I'm still pretty f- feeling pretty good. I'm just mainly uncomfortable at night. Some symptoms are a little like not so great, but nothing that's like, I am so done. Like get this baby out of me. I haven't reached that point yet. Um, I mean, I'm getting there, like I'm over it, but I'm not like miserable, which is good. Okay. So what do you say we go through the weeks, talk about what happened? Let's do it. Let's talk about week 38 happenings. <laughs> happenings. All right. Yeah. So let's see. Week 38. One exciting thing we got done was the nursery is pretty much complete. Minus, I just need to put some like uh, prints or, or photos in some of the frames, but like everything is hung up on the wall. Everything is organized and put away and it is complete minus those few pictures that I still need to get. I just like am being so indecisive on what to put on the walls. I can't find anything that I like on Etsy as far as prints. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but like basically the nursery is done. I am going to do a nursery tour, like a video on YouTube. So keep an eye out for that, but I'm just not quite there yet. Just a couple teeny tiny finishing touches, but that was like such a relief to get the nursery done because it was just like driving me nuts. Um, I guess that nesting instinct was just, it was really like a thorn in my side that that was like not wrapped up and completed. But it looks great. The nursery looks fantastic. Yeah, it really came together. It's cute and simple and like very, I did not go overboard with like stuffed animals and stuff like that because I just didn't, it's a small room to begin with. And I just wanted it to feel really calm and like not overwhelming and like the opposite of cluttered. So it's it's like very simple and basic, but that's like exactly what I wanted. So my favorite part is that we did not have to paint the room. (laughs) We painted the room when we moved in to our house you know over three years ago so that was that was clutch yeah that was definitely clutch it's just like a neutral gray so we were like eh, whatever we're just gonna keep it you were like that but i definitely wanted that (laughs) i was (laughs) thankful that you felt that way too (laughs) yeah painting is annoying um okay so what else this week so this has just been crazy an extremely crazy month for us work-wise um this is like the busiest month of the year with young living so we've just been working a lot um so that has just been it's just like insane that we're having a baby at the end of november because it's like literally the craziest time of the whole year at least as far as young living goes so it's just been kind of crazy town over here um but we also had our midwife appointment of course so week 38 i was actually pretty pumped because when we had our appointment we ran into there's a bunch of midwives there and while we were waiting in the waiting room, I ran into the one um, that I probably like know the best because we actually she actually took the pelvic floor class um, with me. She already had her baby, so she's not in it now. But she in the waiting room was like, oh, my God, yeah, like we're moving this weekend. It's happening. Like we're so excited. And, you know, our appointment last week, they were kind of like, yeah, we're probably not going to move till December. Don't get your hopes up. Like basically it's not happening. So when I heard that, she was like, oh my God, yeah, like we're moving, it's happening, we're doing it tomorrow, like we're closed and we're like, it's, we're doing it. And so then I was like, oh my God, Matt, like I think we might actually be in the new place, like this is really happening, they're finally moving. 
Um, so that was really exciting. Um, but other than that, there wasn't really, it was just a totally normal appointment, blood pressure, measure my belly, heartbeat, all good. Um, and then I also got my hair done this week, <laughs> which was kind of exciting because it's like the last time before the baby comes. So my hair is looking fresh and brightened up and I'm, I'll be good for like four months. So I feel like it's going to be really interesting next time that next appointment, who knows what's going to happen. Like, cause I'm like literally gone all day cause I had to drive into the city. I'm there for a million years cause I have so much hair <laughs> anyway. Um, so funny story. You should just go to the hair cuttery, get, get first available. <laughs> Might have to wait five minutes. You're in bing, bang, boom, haircut. You're out in 20 minutes and you're feeling fresh. Who does that? Uh, first available or I do it. <laughs> yeah, you do it. Yeah. Yes. That's how Matt goes about his haircuts. Yep. They work out about 80% of the time. Yeah. And I just wear a hat for a week until it grows back a little bit if it doesn't work out. But usually their success rate's pretty high. Yeah, they, they do they do a good job. Good. Overall. Sometimes it's like, did you even get a haircut? Yeah, those are that's a shame. Because <laughs> then I go back like two weeks later. But Right. <laughs> um yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. But <laughs> thank anyway, you for anyway. your suggestion. <laughs> I'm pretty picky about my hair. Um anyway, let's hear your funny story. Okay, so funny story that week so i kind of like really got my hopes up actually for the birth center moving just just the like how enthusiastic the midwife was about moving and i was like oh my god well if they're moving this weekend like there's a really good shot they're gonna get like the state inspection or whatever within like a week and then that would still be like a week before my due date and this could really happen and even when we were in our midwife appointment that day she was talking about how like the tubs in the new place are like so much nicer and she was like oh my god yeah you're gonna love those so much more and so I really got my hopes up again. Um, and then, what do you know, later on that day, we get an email that the birth center is pushing the move officially until December 10th. Ugh. So we're in the original place, which I think is fine. But It is, to- it is totally fine. I'm totally okay with it. But I just like... I understand. It's like they're making you think one thing when it's not true. Right. And it was just, it's been so up in the air this whole time. Like it's so back and forth and never concrete where we were going to be. And then just hearing her be like, oh, we're moving. Like it's happening. Um, I, I don't know. I was just like, okay, like this is finally happening. Chances are I'm going to be in the new place. And I really got excited about it. And then it was just like such a blow. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's good to know now where we're going to be. And it's like, there's no more back and forth. But I was, like, more upset about it than I <laughs> thought I would be. I don't know. It was just, it was, emo- like, an emotional, not really. Like, it's not like I cried about it, but I don't know. I was just bummed. I was, like, more bummed than I expected to be. Right. Well, we don't even know what the new place looks like. We've That's been, true. We've been going to this place, and it's closer than the new, the new place. So I think we're we're all set. Bing, bang, boom, baby, in and out, 20 minutes, and we're good. Oh, 20 minutes. Yeah, just like the hair cuttery. Nice. <laughs> well, I, w- I will say, let me just explain why I'm so, I was so pumped about the new place. The only reason really, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a lot nicer, like way nicer. Cause the one that we're in now, it's, I mean, it's like literally a house, which is fine. Um, but the new place has tubs in every room and the current place only has one room with a tub. And so I really just want to, at the very minimum, labor in the tub um just because it can be so helpful to relax and you know deal with all the sensations of birth 
And this whole time, like this whole preparation of me going through pregnancy and thinking about labor and birth and everything, I've always had in my head, like, well, regardless, I'm going to have a tub. So it was just like finally this moment of like, okay, you really need to face the fact that like you might have hours upon hours upon hours of labor and not have access to any like hot water or any anything like that Um, because there's a good chance like well maybe not a good chance but there's a chance that someone could very well be already laboring in that room when I go into labor so I would just be in like a regular bedroom which again is fine Um, and I guess I'm preparing to not like all the preparation I'm doing does not involve like water birth so I'm like prepared to not have a tub but I don't know I just that that what that's what it's like stressing me out that like we won't know until I'm in labor and I don't, I don't know how I'm going to take that when I'm like having contractions and like uncomfortable and we call and they're like, okay, well someone's already in the tub room, but like come and meet us and we're going to be in a different room. I just don't know like how I'll react in that moment. Like, well, it's good to think about because it's a very, it's a possibility. Right. I just didn't want to have to face that possibility, I guess, but now I'm I'm facing it and it's going to be okay. I agree. But yeah, so that's pretty much week 38 in a nutshell. Um, the only other thing, you know, fun thing that happened that week was it was actually my nephew's birthday. Um, he turned two. His name is Jack. It's my sister's son. He's super cute. And it was it was just kind of crazy because um, I've been thinking like this whole pregnancy because he was born on the 17th. His birthday was actually on. It, we had the party on his birthday. And I was just thinking like, oh, my gosh, like I'm going to be almost I'm going to be super pregnant when we're celebrating Jack's birthday this whole time. And then there I was, you know, super pregnant at the party. Um, and it was kind of awesome just to see, um, I mean, just like hang out with all of our family and, and just see everyone like before the baby's here, because, you know, life is going to be so different and family parties are going to be different for a while, having like a little baby to tend to, and you can't just like hang out and chat. So it was really, I don't know, that was just like a nice, a nice little day. Um, and it was just fun celebrating his birthday. Okay. So then week 39, definitely was tougher mentally because even though I told myself all along like you're not probably not going to give birth till December like just don't even think about November there's just something about being in week 39 where you're like girl I'm in the home stretch I'm like technically considered full term this could happen at any moment and every night when I went to bed I was like you know am I going to wake up in the middle of the night in labor you know and I never did (laughs) still here right but I feel like you thought you did a couple of times well, we'll get to that. There's, there is a funny story, Oh. but, um, I don't know. I feel like it, it really is. It's, it's difficult mentally. Um, because every day it's like, could this be the day? But you're also like battling with yourself to like, not think that way and try and just be like, get it out of your brain. It's not happening. Um, but then you're like, but it literally could, like I could start having contractions in like 10 minutes and then this could happen and we could meet our baby. But then days just keep going by where nothing's happening and you're just hanging so it's a little like uh an anchorman you know and he's like i'm in a glass case of emotion mm-hmm. great scene <laughs> that, that's kind of what this feels like milk was a bad choice milk was a bad choice it just feels emotional and like a little bit like you're just like trapped in your head of these thoughts of like this could happen any moment and then like stop getting your hopes up but then the whole thing is stupid because it's like i have no control so why am i even like thinking you know Because you go back and forth in your head like, oh, well, this would be a good day because blah, blah, blah. Or this wouldn't be a good day because, like, I really would like to get that done. And then, I don't know. It just, like, kind of consumes your thoughts. Um, And it's it's really just from a place of excitement because it's just like, oh, my God, we're about to meet our baby. Like, I just want to, like, snuggle her and, like, hang out 
in bed all day and just like hold her, you know, but it's coming. It's coming. Um, okay. My cold fruit craving came back in like full force (laughs) that happened or I had that craving so much in the beginning of my pregnancy and like kind of throughout, but not really, but oh my God, I literally just want to eat like ice cold, juicy pineapple all day long. Like that's literally all I want. Um, so I've been eating a lot of that. <laughs> I've made Matt go to Whole Foods multiple times because they have the best pre-cut juicy pineapple. Because you know when you get bad pineapple that's like hard? Yeah, it's, it's so good. disappointing. It gets like, stuck in your teeth. Mm. Ugh. But yeah, FYI, Whole Foods, great sliced pineapple. Best pineapple in town. <laughs> best pineapple in town. Um, okay, so we had another midwife appointment this week. Everything... Looked fine, nothing notable, Um, but actually the midwife, because it was the day before Thanksgiving, and the midwife at that appointment that day, her name is Julia, she was like, well, I'm on call tomorrow, so, you know, if you want to get me out of hanging out with my family, like, feel free to go into labor, and that actually would have been the 22nd, which I was like, hey, listen, I'm totally down, 22nd sounds great to me, it's my number, but that didn't happen. No, it did not. So we had Thanksgiving. We had Thanksgiving. Which was lovely. It was lovely. Would you like to tell them about our Thanksgiving? Where we went? Yes, we went to my uncle and aunt's house and celebrated Thanksgiving with my side of the family. And it was really good. It was delicious. I was really happy to get that meal in, I will say. I had five crescents, <laughs> which is pretty low for me. <laughs> Matt loves the Pillsbury crescent, like little mini croissant rolls. That's the best. Roll. They are actually really good. It's the best roll out there um so i had a bunch of those had some turkey with the crescents along with some mashed potatoes and gravy some stuffing you know thanksgiving all the fixings all the fixings um so yeah it was a good time do you want to tell them about my thanksgiving fail of course yes so (laughs) we wanted to bring something so becca decided to cook her i guess it's your mom's recipe for Mm -hmm. a cheesecake pumpkin cheesecake and it's so good so we had to buy a non-stick pan uh, you we had to get one of those like um it's like a pie pan but it's a i'm blanking on the name spring form pan because we didn't have one so we got that did all the prep work put it in put it in the oven becca went in the shower i was watching tv <laughs> and i thought it just smelled like a good pumpkin pie or what you know cheesecake pumpkin pie and all of a sudden the fire alarm goes off. So <laughs> I'm showering and I hear it start beeping. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. So I guess, so apparently there was like a little hole in the bottom. I don't know if we did something wrong or if it's malfunctioned, but it was leaking liquid in the oven and then it was causing issues. Lots of smoke. So it cooked, it didn't, it cooked enough or what I'm trying to say is it cooked until there's 20 minutes left. So we couldn't bring it obviously, but we We've been eating it, even though it's not fully cooked. Cause it's still pretty good. <laughs> we did, we did try it. We didn't eat all. We didn't eat very much of it, but uh, right. it still honestly tasted the same. And I mean, I wouldn't have served it regardless because it was slightly undercooked. But I was like more so afraid that it was going to taste like even if I decided to chance it, which I wouldn't have. Um, I was like, it's probably going to taste like smoky. Like it was like sitting in an oven full of smoke. So I was like, it's going to be awful. Um, so then I felt bad because then we were empty. I mean, we brought wine, but empty-handed going into thanksgiving um and and i and i had made the cheesecake before i had made it to uh, for another bristow thanksgiving um, but i borrowed my mom's pan so i don't know what happened with my pan but we got to figure that out but that was a huge fail 
Um, and then, so yeah, Thanksgiving was lovely. And then we got our Christmas tree the next day, which was fun. Yeah, always a good time. So um, that was exciting. And it's like now up and the lights are on. We haven't decorated it yet. But that's just another thing where I was always kind of thinking in my, like, this whole pregnancy, just thinking about decorating for Christmas and doing it like a little bit early, although we didn't, we just did it. I mean, we would normally get our tree pretty much right after Thanksgiving anyway. But I just remember, you know, the, the throughout the whole pregnancy, just, you know, through the summer and everything, thinking, oh my gosh, when we're decorating for Christmas, we're going to be about to have a baby. That's just so crazy to think about. And now it's here and like our tree is up and I'm just like looking around at all these Christmas decorations and it's just like, wow, this is really all happening. I mean, you just think about it so much. So when it's like actually the time is here, it's like kind of a surreal thing. Okay. So another thing that was kind of weird (laughs) this week, we can't, I mean, it's not super like obvious, so we're not really sure what's going on, but I feel like Rosie, she has not done anything throughout this whole pregnancy to like alert me that she's like aware that I'm pregnant. Um, A lot of times people say their dogs will like lay on their belly or like be like stick by them more or like sniff their belly or like, you know, anything that kind of shows that they have like a hunch that something's up. But she's not done any of that. Like literally not at all. Um, She's completely unfazed. However, she's been like kind of clingier these past couple weeks. I agree. Like the weirdest thing is every morning now, because Matt, like we go down or every morning Matt goes down and feeds her. And then he usually like comes back upstairs and like gets on the computer to start doing a little bit of work. And I'm usually like, sometimes I'm still in bed, <laughs> but usually I'm like washing my face and brushing my teeth. So she's like down there by herself eating, which normally she eats her breakfast and then she comes right back up and like hangs out with us. But it's almost like she had like serious FOMO. Like she couldn't be down there alone. So she would just like, she just like stopped eating breakfast until we were like all downstairs where she like knew we were like around and then she would eat which is just really bizarre for her. And then there's there was like another time where you guys were like playing downstairs. They always like play ball, fetch, whatever, like in the house in this like our like downstairs room. And she's never once like left doing that. Like she sticks, she's like so obsessed with Matt. She stays with him 24 seven. Oh yes. <laughs> Unless he's not here and then she stays next to me. But he was playing with her and all of a sudden out of nowhere, she just sprints upstairs like runs all the way into the living room where I am sitting on the couch, jumps up on the couch and just sits and is just staring at me. And I was like, what are you doing? Like mid play? Like this is bizarre. So I don't know. I think she senses something is coming. I think so. Um, which is a thing like, cause they can like smell your hormones, I guess. So I just feel like she knows, knows something is up. I don't think she knows what's coming, but I do think she's been acting differently, which is just kind of funny. Okay, and then finally, what I was kind of teasing you guys with earlier, my funny story. So we had our first, like, super official (laughs) false alarm. So this was actually on, let's see, Sunday night. So it was, like, right before, like, right at the end of 39 weeks, basically. And we went to bed. It was a normal day, blah, blah, blah. And we, or I woke up in the middle of the night because I felt like I was, like, a little wet, and I was like, oh my God, I like, woke, I like immediately woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, did my water break? Like my underwear is wet and like the bed is a little bit wet. And so I like immediately got up and I didn't want to, we have a bathroom in our bedroom, but I went out in the hallway because I didn't want to turn the light on while Matt was like sleeping. And he heard me like leave the room. He was like, where are you going? I was like, I'm just going to the bathroom because I want to turn the light on because I want to like look at my underwear and see what the hell was happening. 
So I go and my underwear was a little bit wet and it was almost like just like a little bit of like, sorry if this is TMI, but this is a pregnancy podcast. Um, it was almost as if, cause I was laying on my side. It was like, as if like some liquid had just like trickled out and like, just like kind of saturated like one half of my underwear. Like it wasn't like a, a ton, like it was just a, it was just a slight amount. So then I went back and the sheets were a little bit wet, not crazy wet, but a little bit. And I was like, man, I think my water might've broken like, whoa. And so he was like, okay, like what's like, what's happening? So I was like, so then I smelled it and I was like, okay, this smells like pee, (laughs) but I have not peed myself once this whole pregnancy. And I wake up to go to the bathroom every night in the middle of the night. And I've never had like, I've never even been close to having like an accident or like a trickle or like anything. So I was like, okay, well it smells like pee, but if I, f- I feel like if I would have peed, I would have like emptied my whole bladder and like peed the bed and I would have either like woke up peeing or I would have like emptied my whole bladder and then woken up later feeling like wet. So I was like, well, but that didn't happen. Cause I got up, I went to the bathroom and then, and then I was able to go like I peed. So I was like, well, if I peed in bed, I would have peed everything. Wouldn't I? Like I wouldn't have just like had some trickle out. So I was super confused. And now I'm like Googling, it's 3 a.m. I'm like difference between amniotic fluid and urine, reading all these different articles. So turns out this is like way more common. I had no idea that this was a thing. No idea. But like this happens all the time at the end of pregnancy where women like will pee themselves a little bit, but they're like confused on whether or not it's their water breaking, like a, a small tear or if it's actually pee. And so basically he was like, should we, Matt was like, should we call the midwife? Um... And I was like, hold on, like, let me, so, like, I was like, let me just lay down, like, I changed my underwear, obviously, um, let me lay down and see if more liquid comes out, if, like, more liquid comes out in the next hour, it's definitely my water, like, because I'm awake, I will know if I pee myself, and so that's what I did, and nothing else came out, so I was like, I just laid there for an hour wide awake, because I was, like, getting my hopes up, I thought maybe it was go time, but... It was not go time. I just peed myself. It's okay. <laughs> happens to the best of us. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was just a hilarious false alarm. But apparently women will, like, go into the hospital and be like, I think my water broke, but I'm not sure. And they'll get swabbed. And they're like, no, sorry. It's just pee. Like, it's. I just never knew that this was a thing. And I've never once, like, in my adult life peed myself. Um, and, like, if I did, it was, like, drunk. And I, like peed my whole bladder you know what I mean like I've never experienced like a trickle of pee unless it like I mean it still hasn't happened to me but like it's one thing if you're like on a trampoline or like you sneeze or like cough and like a little bit comes out but like that was not the case either like literally just pee just like trickled out of me like how does that even happen apparently it happens because it (laughs) happened I mean how it happened but so that was just kind of like the next morning it was just funny I was a little like tail between my legs like because I got kind of got excited and then it was just like girl you peed yourself like get over it right. <laughs> nothing's happening <laughs> so that was kind of funny so to any of the moms out there who have experienced this just know that I'm with you on that one I've <laughs> I've also gone through that um but so yeah that's pretty much it we're still playing the waiting game um we are now like caught up so we're uh we're currently in week 40 we just started week 40 so um who knows maybe we'll be back next week with another episode of still waiting game and whatever else is happening but i'm really hoping that i don't go past 41 weeks yeah i don't want you to either 
<laughs> Although you're being very, you're given the circumstances, you're being very positive and very, you know, I'm very proud of you. So. Oh, thank you. But I don't want you to go past 41, correct? Yeah. It's just like, ugh, who wants to do that? But yeah, so I guess my question for you is, are you ready to do this thing? I'm like, I'm there. I'm ready. <laughs> I think I had like the, the, I think we described this last episode where you kind of, I kind of had thoughts all night that you were going into labor and it, it was like an overwhelming feeling. I think I'll still get that because it's, you know, you never know until you know and it's going to happen. But I think it's like the whole time I've been, okay, you know, I have until Thanksgiving, not I, but us. And Thanksgiving has come and gone. So now I'm just kind of like, okay, let's, it's not like I said, I have until Christmas. So let's just get this thing done and let's start being parents here. Start being parents. So I'm ready. I'm excited. <laughs> I feel like it is still going to be that like a moment of craziness when I look at you and I'm like, this is happening. Right. Just like, <laughs> okay, let's get in the car. Like that whole, it's just going to be very exciting, overwhelming and just got to try to stay calm. But yeah, don't worry. I'll be calm. Hypno babies. It's nice. Me well. nice. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely ready. I'm, everything is pretty much ready here at the house. I mean, of course there's always stuff to do, but we're ready, man. Let's do this thing. Let's have a baby. Let's do it. Let's, let's, Bristow's made a baby. Let's do it. <laughs> they made a baby and now it's time for that baby to come out. But anyway, thank you for listening. And we hope we don't talk to you again about <laughs> waiting games. And we hope to have the birth story for you. Yes. But either way, we will see you next episode. And thanks again for listening. Bye. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Clearly, Matt is ready to go. I'm ready to go too. I'm going to go bounce on my exercise ball. Great. Maybe do, do some squats. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. have some spicy food. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.